Welcome everyone to House on Fire and Austin Oaks Church Parenting Podcast, where we talk about all things parenting for every phase. Our desires to help you raise the next generation of believers to be simply about Jesus. And today, I have a couple of graduates on with us. How you guys doing? Good. Doing good. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on. Uh, tell us your name, any fun stuff about you that we should definitely know. And uh, and before we kick things off here, so my name is Sydney Wilson. I'm a graduate from Veritas Academy, and I'm going to University of North Texas in the fall. Um, fun things about me is that I'm a triplet, and you stole your sister's thunder there. I think, I did, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, my name is Jenna Wilson, and I'm the sister of Sydney Wilson. I, too, graduated from Veritas Academy, and I'm also going to UNT in the fall. Um, and I will be studying Converge Broadcast Media. Yeah. So why did you guys choose the options of going to, like, college over any other option? I mean, lots of options there are, you know. And so why, why is kind of college on your guys' radars? Um, I think for me, I've always just kind of imagined my future being college after high school yeah and it's only up until recently that i realized like i could actually go other ways and do other things yeah so um i think i just kind of want to pursue that now because i don't really have any other plans yeah which is great which is great sydney do you have anything to add i didn't know i was gonna go to college until second semester of senior year that's all right so i thought i was gonna take a gap year that was my plan at the beginning of the year yeah but um I got a lot of peace with the idea of college. Yeah. And so now I definitely feel like it's the right place. Like if I chose anything else, that would be the wrong choice. For sure. But yeah. Yeah. I love it. Well, today we're just going to talk about, I mean, you guys are a couple of graduates. And so mm -hmm. uh, we'd love just to talk a little bit about like your guys' experience. And I mean, you guys are here in Austin. You went to Veritas Christian Academy. Um, and, uh, and you guys have a unique experience. You guys are, uh, you're triplets. So there's three of you running around, which I could not even imagine, uh, being home with three triplets mm -hmm. at one time. Your parents are, uh, Crazy. yeah, yeah. And, well, I guess it's not like they signed up. I mean, they kind of signed up for it, but I'm assuming they weren't expecting three. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like Russian roulette, you know, <laughs> you just, you don't yes. know if you'll get, a twin or a triplet or whatever. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, so today we just kind of want to chat about just, yeah, you guys and your life experience and kind of your hopes and dreams for the future and all that stuff. So let's start off with, so you guys both, did you guys go to Veritas like all of your like life, yeah, I guess for the most since, part? Since first, first grade. First grade. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, did you really enjoy your time at Veritas? Um, I would say most years I did. Okay. There's a lot of pros and cons to going to a Christian school because it forces you into a bubble where you're surrounded by people who are like-minded in a lot of ways. Yeah. And so you miss out on a lot of the aspects that you would get at um, a public high school. So I guess that's something that I didn't enjoy about it. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, I did enjoy it a lot. Okay. Yeah. Sydney, would you add anything? I enjoyed it, but I think like I made it hard for myself some hmm. years, like freshman year. So I was a little bit sad freshman year, but, um, besides that, like all the things that they did were great. Yeah. I mean, everything I've, I know about Veritas is, is great. I'm, a, I, I'm actually taking a discipleship teaching position mm. 
So I think that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. They they told me that, do you want to hang out with students three times a week uh, in the same group of students? And I was like, yeah, I, I, I do that all the time. I'd like to do that more. So I'm actually, mm-hmm. you guys won't be there, but, <laughs> um, and you do have an older brother as well, mm-hmm. right? He's A&M right now, right? Yeah, he's a senior at A&M. Okay, senior. So, um, so it's a total of four of you. So, um, so great. So you guys went to Veritas and it was a good experience. What maybe, uh, if you could have done anything different from like your time in school, what would you have done? Not like, like outside of school, but like inside of school, like what, if there's anything you could have done differently, what would have been like, if you like need to study a little bit more or some like study a little bit less, you know, what, what would that be? Um, I definitely studied pretty hard throughout all of high school and I studied especially hard in junior year because it was, it's the hardest year at our school. Yeah. Um, but senior year, I kind of relaxed and I kind of learned to enjoy things. And something that I learned about senior year is that, you know, you're surrounded by these people that you've been surrounded by your whole life. And some of them you're not as close with, but senior year, you kind of have a special connection with them where everybody knows that you're about to graduate and these are your last moments together. Yeah. So everybody's kind of more friendly. And I guess I wish the other years of high school were a little bit more like that. We were a little bit that we would have been more together and um, been better friends. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. What do you think, Sid? Um, I th- wish that freshman year I tried a little bit harder because I got a lot of, like, bad grades. Yeah. And I wish I took some more classes because that made my senior year hard because I had to take extra classes this year for credit to graduate. Yeah. But I have no regrets socially, and I think everything took its natural course because we all became like really close senior year yeah for sure but that made senior year extra special Mm -hmm. that we weren't already that close yeah yeah no that's awesome and i mean do you guys have a really good community like you and your like friends i mean because some students like thrive and they can i mean they can become a friend with a rock like you know but there's other students that really really struggle like connecting with other people at all Mm -hmm. so and I've known you guys for like seven years. So I remember when you guys were in seventh grade. So you guys tend to be um, a little more on the social side, yeah. <laughs> right? So have you guys had a good community like that at Veritas for you guys in your experience? Definitely. Yeah. Um, I think it really helps that we're triplets <laughs> because we don't have to walk into social events alone and yeah. awkward. Like we have each other to kind of lean on and talk to. Yeah. And um, that's definitely helped us be more social and branch out but sometimes it can also um kind of make things worse because then we'll depend too much on each other to be in those social situations yeah. and we won't branch out as much but for, sure. for the most part we um are pretty social yeah no that makes sense now is there ever been like any downsides to or like any negatives i guess or things that have bothered you guys about having trip you know having two sisters that you kind of like are living with like experiencing everything with and and um you two don't look alike but mm-hmm. jenna you and your sister look yes. a lot alike <laughs> it took me a few years to to t- tell you guys apart but yeah, um do what they're identical Yes. Mm-hmm. So, like, has there been any, like, struggles or tension on that side with having three of you guys? And what, what would those be, if you don't mind? Um, there's definitely been a lot of struggle. And um, I think it's just been really difficult to kind of find my own identity because we're always thought of as, you know, like the triplets or yeah. 
Katie and Jenna are like almost interchangeable. Like they're the same person because they look the same, but that's, you know, not, that's not the case. Yeah. Um, and so it's definitely been hard for me to kind of develop my own identity. And I guess something that I've had to work on is um, just kind of like branching out to people that are in like creating different social groups that are different from my sisters Yeah. to kind of um, like be my own person. And so I've just kind of had to like force myself to put myself out there. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Sydney, what about you? Um, I, if I had it my way, I would keep us all together. But like <laughs> we've just been learning how to create our own identities, like Jenna said. Yeah. And that's been a little bit hard for me because I'm a sensitive and emotional person. <laughs> and so whenever they don't want to do something <coughs> with me, sometimes I take it to heart. For sure. So I shouldn't do that. But um, I think something else that's a struggle is sharing a birthday. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. all three of Man. us, whenever it comes to our birthday, we're just like, I want my own party. I want yeah. like my own friends to come. But that's not really how it is. Yeah. Because we share a lot of friends. And three birthday parties would be very expensive. So Have you guys tried to convince your parents, like, hey, listen, we want to do our birthday party or do birthdays differently? Have you ever asked them that? Yeah, we've kind of talked to them about it. It's just like, it's just rough because, okay, this is like such a first world problem, um, but it's just rough because like we'll do our birthday parties and then three gifts gets really expensive. Like, so people usually don't like bring us gifts or anything, which is fine. What? It's a first world problem. What? No, no, no. This, okay. No, no, no. I can I can't relate the same way, but my my birthday is in December, mm-hmm. and people are like, "Oh, one gift satisfied for both." I'm like, "Homie, yeah. no, like, no, mm-hmm. like." Anyway, keep going, like, cause that I don't like that. Yeah, so we like normally there's only a select few people that will like give us gifts, and um, like I don't know, it's just I mean I get it because if I had to bring one gift to three friends, or if I had to bring three gifts yeah. to three friends, it would just be very expensive. But yeah. I, uh, hmm, that, that bothers me. (laughs) Yeah. So yes, but I, yeah, I could see that being an issue. So my grand, my grandpa, uh, my whole life that I can remember would always buy me clothes that never fit me. And I thought every Christmas, I thought to myself, homie, why can't you just call my mom and ask what my size is? Mm -hmm. So that way my brother doesn't get double the clothes because they will fit him and not me. And I don't get anything. I'm like, Mm -hmm. why can't you just make the phone call? Like, why is this an issue? Yeah. Anyway. Okay. All right. Sorry. I went on a little tangent there. So, (laughs) um, well, maybe as an adult, you can just like pick a random birthday and be like, this is my birthday. Good idea. But also maybe like, I don't know, that may come across as like lion or we, I don't know, but hopefully... Hopefully it'll get I mean, better. They'll probably separate anyways because I don't think on our birthday in college next year we're all gonna come together and have a party. Yeah, that'll be fun. But yes. I think they might be separate next yeah. year for the first time. Yes. What was the hardest thing about being a student um, for you guys? And I mean, I don't know if that is like a relational thing or an education thing, but like if you had to kind of pinpoint a couple of things that were really the most difficult or hardest for you guys, you know, in your teenage years, what, what would you say that that is? I definitely think at least for me, it was a really big struggle to deal with the course load at Veritas because, um, the workload there is just so intense. Um, and it was kind of hard to learn to balance work with, um, you know, hanging out with friends 
yeah. and doing extracurriculars. Um, and that was definitely a really big struggle for me because I just remember like, li- like sometimes I would just like lie in my room and cry because I was like, please, I don't want to do this anymore. Like there's so yeah. much work to do and I have to do it. Like there's nothing I can do about like I can't get out of this. I just have to do it. Yeah. And there's also like the kind of um, you have to deal with like mental blocks and um, procrastination. Like you just have yeah. to get it done. Yeah. Now, was that like brought upon because you decided to take all these extra hard classes and like AP or pre AP and all that kind of stuff? Or was this just like the general course load that everybody takes? Um, there's kind of like a general heaviness okay. <laughs> to the course load. Yeah. I mean, I took a push and AP English junior gear, which added some pressure. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, it's a pretty challenging okay. course load for okay. everybody. I like to distinguish that. I, I always remember, uh, Rachel Nix. I always felt like she like graduated college by the time she graduated high school because of all the mm. things that she did. Uh, and she was great. I mean, she, but she needed the challenge or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I think sometimes that we bring those upon ourselves, but I think like for at least the conversation I have with people at Veritas, that's kind of the general mm-hmm. They yep. are preparing you. So yeah. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Cause yeah. now that I'm going into college, like it's going to be easier knowing that like yeah. I can actually tackle the workload. Yeah. I didn't have my first cumulative exam until I went to college. Mm-hmm. I remember setting in, you know, the first day of classes and they're like, yeah, you're going to, you know, this it's going to be a semester long August to December. I'm like, cool, cool. And they're like, there's a final exam. And I'm like, uh, what's the, mo-? and they're like, oh yeah, you're gonna have to take an exam over everything you learned. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Cause I never did it before. Mm-hmm. I have, ne- I didn't, you know, um, and I don't recall skipping that in high school. I just don't like We just didn't really do that. And so mm-hmm. I remember being freaked out yeah. and you guys have had those experiences. And so, um, we're given thesis and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it'll be a lot less intimidating for you guys, which is great. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Sydney, what about you? Hardest thing for being a student, a middle school or high school student, you know, for you, if you kind of had to pinpoint a couple of those things. Middle school was just interesting in general because people tend to be a little bit more mean in middle school. Yeah. And um, definitely more self-focused besides being others focused. And I agree with Jenna on the workload, but something specific to being a freshman, whether it's in high school or college, is that I really dislike the feeling of being on bottom. Mm. Um, because, like, in middle school, we went from 8th grade to ninth grade, and 8th grade was just like, oh, we're finishing middle school, we're on top, and then we were mm. like, nope, we're back on bottom Yeah. Um, yeah. freshman year. And then at orientation, for college this summer, I got that feeling all over again of being, yeah. like, straight back on bottom and everyone being older than me, and it's just, I don't like that feeling. Yeah. No, I, I get it. I, uh, and then it'll, it'll come a few more times in life, you know, when you get your first job and you're like, I'm the new person. And yeah. so yeah, it's a, yeah, those, those can be hard transitions for sure. Um, who, who would you guys say is the most like spiritual influential person in your guys' lives? That, that could be a family member. It could be, you know, extended family. It could be, you know, maybe just somebody from church or, but like, if you had to kind of pinpoint a few people in your life that you would say, man, these people have really helped me spiritually the most, you know, I- at least thus far in your life, you know, uh, as a middle school and high school student, like who, who would those people be and what things did they, how, how did they help you? Well, there's a teacher at our school. Her name's Mrs. Moore mm-hmm. and she has held Bible studies for us at Veritas since middle school. And, um, I think she 
really had a big impact on at least me. I'm pretty sure Sydney too. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, she would just like pour into us and she'd bring us such good food. Like she just, she makes the best food in the world. Um, and she would like always bring us food and always pour into us and read the Bible to us. And, um, she's, I feel like she's just kind of like a mentor to all of us. And she's especially close with our, um, class and now that we're graduated you know that's kind of taken a toll on her she's so sad about it um yeah but she was like because her daughter was in our grade and um so we just grew especially close with her and she's just loved on us for the longest time now was she like a discipleship teacher like for like is that how you guys connected or was she just like a generic bible study that any anybody could come to um anybody in the grade could come to it and then there's also one so the one on thursdays was the one for just us seniors okay and then the one on mondays was for like the whole high school okay um and so she kind of had outreach throughout um all the different grades and there's a lot of other grades that like a lot of other people from different grades that still um are close with her but she was just especially close with us that's awesome that's awesome sitting who would you say i think i'm blessed to have a lot of people that come to my mind whenever you ask that question yeah well you can list as many as you so desire (laughs) okay um so from my school definitely there's a lot of teachers that i've had um pour into me and help me with my faith like my leadership teacher mrs eloquin i had her for three years and she was just kind of like a rock throughout that time yeah and also mrs moore Mm mm-hmm and this year, my Latin teacher, Miss Larson, I became very close with, and we would always talk like after class. And um, she recommended me all of these books, like um, Garden City, God Has a Name, those kinds of books. Yeah. And I asked for them for Christmas because I was so excited. <laughs> like after our talk, I was just like, I need these now. That's awesome. Um, and then I think like the first person that came to mind was Morgan mm-hmm. because. She's our small group leader for you listeners. Yes. Um, I, anytime I was struggling, Morgan would always notice and we'd have like talks about whatever was going on in my life. And I, those talks are just like a part of my core, I feel like, because they helped me so much, like during dark times or even during happy times, like more lighthearted talks. We just would speak about everything and she would give me great advice. And I always felt very close to her and very safe. Yeah. Yep. She's, we had her and, uh, uh, Molly on, uh, right before Molly <laughs> bailed on us. Uh, we miss you, Molly. We miss yes. You. Yes. And they're, yeah, they're, uh, Morgan is, yeah, just a great, uh, she's been an awesome person. She's been a part of the team, the youth team before, even before I got here. And so mm-hmm. it's always been a joy to have her and uh, her intentionality with you guys. Yeah. Especially, especially since, okay. Our, our group, in middle school, our small group absolutely sucked. We <laughs> were so mean and just like obnoxious to all of our small group leaders. So year after year, like they'd come in, they were excited. They were like, going to go mentor some kids and hang out with them and stuff. And they'd leave like, oh, God's calling me to another place. Like I have to get out of or here. they were pregnant. But yeah, or they were pregnant, there they'd leave. Like three of them that were pregnant. Yeah, but Morgan, you know, she came in and I think it was, what year was it? After eighth grade? Freshman year, yeah. Something like that, okay. yeah. Because yeah. we had Sarah Biggs and Sarah Biggs had to leave. Yeah. Not, not for that reason, but yeah. um, 
yeah, Morgan just really stuck with us and um, was kind of with us through all of our obnoxiousness Angstiness. and angstiness. Yeah. <laughs> And then, you know, Molly came in, too, and we love Molly. Like, she just fit right in. She came mm-hmm. in, like, one year ago, two years ago. I think two. Uh, yeah. Well, so road rules, mm-hmm. uh, three years ago, night one, we're like, I forget where we were. We were on our way to Louisiana. She she comes up to me bawling. Mm. Like, we're like we're only on the road rules, like, you know, like half a day. And she goes, Lucas, I need to be a small group leader. Oh. <laughs> it was so I'm so that was we didn't have road rules last year. It was the year before, so at 2019. Mm-hmm. So a couple years. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so and I feel like Molly could like fit in anywhere. Uh, oh, definitely. She, she's she's a people person. She yeah. is. She is a people person. She's so. like the kind of key that you put into like any door that like the master key that you can unlock any door with. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Yeah, I would agree very much. Yeah, you guys have been blessed with some great small group mm-hmm, leaders. So mm-hmm. what, what would you say was, um, you know, you guys have been in Austin Oaks for, I mean, at least my six years around, and I think before, and even uh, for school for a long time as well. Uh, I actually miss having you guys here on campus. It was so nice to oh. run into like <laughs> 50 people I knew uh-huh. every single day. Anyway, I'm, I'm getting over that fact <laughs> that you guys had to move away. But um so like, what would you say was some of your like favorite memories or influential times, you know, at Austin Oaks in your, uh, time as a middle school and a high school student? Um, well, okay. It, it started in fusion. Okay. I'm just going to go a little bit back. So, so fifth grade. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We had Miss Latasha Yeah. and, um, we, I just remember going to Camp Kid Jam mm-hmm. and Kid we'd Jam. like, we'd okay. stay in these college dorms and we'd go to like sessions and it just made me feel so cool. Like I just really enjoyed going to Camp Kid Jam whenever I was younger. And I feel like that's kind of what started my involvement with the church and kind yeah. of made me want to go to um, more and more events. And I guess mm-hmm. like one of my favorite things throughout my whole time at Austin Oaks Church is... Um, the fact that there's always events and they're like, there's consistently a lot of things to do, even if you don't want to make plans with your friends or you don't have any friends mm-hmm. or, um, you know, things like that. There's always the church and the church events for you to lean on, which yeah. I've always enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Sydney? I would also say the events, that's where I've had like my best memories, especially being a counselor at middle school camp that was super fun yeah and road rules is great they're all just fantastic events and i always leave Mm -hmm. like so excited to go to the next event or like so excited to hear (coughs) someone give another sermon because the sermons are always really good especially this year on road rules yeah i i did fall asleep during the first night (laughs) because i was absolutely dead (laughs) so i don't remember that sermon but the other ones were super good I loved um, the one you gave was very impactful. I remember Emily like during discussion groups after she was just like, I feel so spiritually refreshed after that. And now like re reminded of what my purpose is spiritually, which was really cool to hear. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's good to hear. Now, what, what thing do you wish the church would have done better? Now, everybody would have, would totally answer this differently, but like from your guys' perspective as a student, like what could the church have done differently to help you in your pursuit of Christ and your walk with the Lord? Like, would there be anything that you would, you know, be like, you know, it would have been great if the church did blank 
and I like asking this because it's, I, I mean, I think it's good for us just to be aware of, of how we're able to help other people. Um, obviously we're trying to do everything we can live out what God has to say and glorify God in all things. But like from your guys' perspective, like what, what do you wish the church would have done differently? Um, I guess something that y'all could have done differently, I guess. Okay. So y'all are doing this more now, but, um, I guess more student involvement. Cause I kind of wished that I had had that more mm-hmm. whenever I was younger and y'all are doing a really good job at, you know, doing like student leadership and, um, getting people to help out with like the middle school and things like that. And I just wish that would have been more prevalent back yeah. when I was younger. Yeah. That's good to know. That's good to know. Sydney, what would you say? The only thing I can think of is keeping the high school ministry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> even yes. after road rules, all of like um, the now seniors are like, I just, I want to go to Sunday and I want to see y'all. But they're like, but there's no high school ministry right now. That's the only thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. There has been a few changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what would you guys say from like your walk with the Lord? What would you have done? Like if you could tell, you know, your sixth grade self, today like like you need to do this in order to thrive in your walk with the lord or here's going to be something you're going to face like like what would you tell your sixth grade or or your student you know you know six years or seven years ago what would you tell yourself just to help you continue to pursue christ you know um in your uh student years i don't think i could have rushed anything that i learned about um my relationship with god Um, I think I would have just told myself, you know, be patient, Mm -hmm. wait it out because, you know, like I've gained so much more knowledge and like wisdom just from getting older and experiencing things of this world more. Um, and I don't think that as a sixth grader or seventh grader, I would have been mature enough to know that kind of stuff. And, um, so yeah, just have patience. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I completely agree have patience because I tend to do something and then react very quickly Mm -hmm. to whatever the outcome is, Mm -hmm. which isn't always good. And sometimes it has repercussions, but, um, definitely to wait things out. And whenever someone tells me like, be patient or wait, that makes me think don't do anything. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's what it is. I think you still like make choices and make decisions, but whatever happens from those, you wait like with a reaction or you like hold your emotions because you don't really know the full outcome yet. Mm-hmm. And so whether it's like friend problems or like a question about faith, if you wait it out, you're bound to get an answer at some point. Yeah, for sure. How, how influential would you say that your parents have been in your guys's lives? You know, not just spiritually or just practically, obviously they've given you a house and fed you and, mm-hmm. you know, and all of those things, which I cannot even imagine paying for insurance. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I just, I don't want to know what your parents pay for. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, so that's it. Neither here nor there. But so like, how would you, uh, describe your parents influence in your guys's lives? I think that my parents are super a part of my life, um, both of them. I'm very close with my dad. I love him. I look up to him. I love my mom, too. But I think, like, I'm my dad's girl. So <laughs> so, you, so you have a favorite, Sydney? No, no, not a favorite. I, I hear you saying <laughs> you have a favorite. <laughs> no, because my mom, my mom is also, like, 
one of my best friends because I'm literally a miniature version of her, which I used to get upset by, but now I'm just accepting it because <laughs> I love it. I love if it. God creates everything differently, I don't need to worry about being the same as her. But um, yeah, I well, okay, I like my dad because I think I see him more as like a friend and like fun things like do fun things with him Mm -hmm. but i see my mom like i think i'm definitely closer with my mom because i can talk to her about literally anything and she's been just there for me throughout every single year every single problem every single um good thing that's happened she's always been there for me and so i don't know i see that like i love them both and I think I get along easier with my dad. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Um, but I can talk to my mom about like even the deepest issue. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Jenna, what about you? Well, I am not as like close with my parents as Cindy is. Yeah. Um, I don't like have anything against them. I yeah. just like, I'm not as like comfortable around them as she is. And like, um, I don't know. I'm not like uncomfortable around them. Oh no, you're yeah. fine. You're fine. Um, I, I don't know. I just, they've definitely had a very big role in our lives. Like my mom took a position at Veritas so that she could work and be close to us and be around us. Um, And um, yeah, like they've poured into us and they've discipled us and um, told us about like their life stories. And they've always kind of taught us the things, the way to do things right. Yeah. No, that's good. Jenna is also just very independent. So yes, I'm, I'm very independent. I'm no, that's, independent. That's there's nothing wrong with that at all. I, <laughs> I, uh, I, yes, I, as a dad, um, well, I don't know who I'd say is my favorite right now because I've always told Paisley she's my favorite daughter, yeah. <laughs> and she's my only daughter. So yeah. it's, and she's the oldest, so it's easy. But now I have two sons, so I, I guess I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out mm-hmm. as well because. Uh, <laughs> Paisley, I really, really enjoy hanging out with. Mm-hmm. If we're going to chill and hang out and just, if she's going to snuggle. Maverick, on mm-hmm. the other hand, wants to run around like a madman. And <laughs> so there's just, it's just different. So, mm-hmm. and then Thatcher's obviously only like a month old. So he just yeah. chilling all the time. So now if, if you could, if you could say one thing to your parents, um, if they were here, like, Hey mom, dad, this would have been really helpful if you would have done blank and they maybe have asked you this or they haven't, but, and I don't ask this question just to, to, to bash your parents, not, not at all, but just mm-hmm. like, if you had to give just some wisdom to your parents under any umbrella that, you know, mom, dad, it would have been helpful if blank, um, wh- what would you guys say? And it could be a practical thing, but like, dad, you didn't teach me how to cook a steak. Like, come on, like, you know, or if it's a spiritual focus or, you know, wh- wh- whatever it would be. Um, but what, but what would you say that that is for you guys specifically? I think for me <clears throat> in middle school, that's whenever my mom first took up the position at Veritas. And, um, I always kind of felt like she was spending too much time at Veritas. Like she'd just yeah. go there. Um, cause it's felt where she felt comfortable and it was kind of like her safe space, especially yeah. because, um, her mom had like Alzheimer's mm. and so she kind of needed time away to, um, go like decompress. And, yeah. um, that was just like where she felt like good for sure. Um, and so it was hard for me because she was gone a lot of the time and that kind of built up some like 
mm. anger, not necessarily like, yeah, anger, I would say, yeah. um, anger and like kind of sadness. Cause I felt like she was kind of ignoring me and, um, not really meeting my needs. And so I guess I wouldn't tell her to like stop working at Veritas or to like yeah. take a ton of time away, but just to like make sure that she was like there for us and mm. providing for us. Yeah, for sure. Oh, that's good. Sid, what would you say? I think for my mom, I would ask her to not react as emotionally <laughs> to some things as she does. This is fascinating coming from a very emotional person, Sydney. Yeah, <laughs> I love okay. this. This is awesome. <laughs> the thing is, I'm working on not being as emotional, but I like there have been some things, especially senior year, where I've decided to become a little bit more rebellious. And that hasn't been the best thing because <laughs> everything has a consequence. And so whenever some of these things had consequences, my mom would just um, react very heavily. And it made me not want to tell her things. Yeah. And so if the emotions and kind of it, it was kind of just like instant like instant emotion or instant assumptions about something I did, even though it could have not been fully true, yeah. but she would see it from her perspective and not get the full picture. And so she'd only apply her emotions to what she thought she was seeing, even mm -hmm. though that wasn't like the whole picture. Yeah. And so it wasn't a very fair, like reacting or yeah, yeah. it just wasn't fair of her. But that's that for my mom. Um, I still talk to her, though. It's not like I don't talk to her. It just, it was a little bit hard to go through that. For and sure. And then for my dad, I'd want to tell him to do the things that he wants to do because he always has wanted our family to be that family that has family dinners <coughs> and um, hang out with other families. And we still do that, just not as often as he wants to. Mm -hmm. But definitely when we go off to college. I want him to do those things still and mm -hmm. get my mom to do them too yeah. so that they can have a new community once we're on. Yeah, for sure. Well, they're going to be empty. Now. Oh, I guess uh, Katie's sticking around yeah. for a semester, so she'll ha they'll have her um, for a semester, but they're, man, they're, pretty much empty nesters. they're empty nesters, so it's crazy. Yeah. How can, uh, last question here, how could, uh, you know, those listening and just us as the church, how, how can we be specifically intentionally praying for you guys in this transition? I mean, you guys are going to be gone in what, three, four weeks, mm -hmm. like you're heading off to college. And so um, how can we be specifically praying for you guys? I think for me, um, I could use prayer for just having contentment because um, I got into like some, like uh, harder to get into schools and I, really wanted to go to some of them. Um, but, you know, FAFSA, even though we have <laughs> three three triplets now going to school, they were like, no, you don't need money. So I wasn't really able to get much financial aid for the schools that I wanted to go to um, and the schools that are, like, objectively, like, better. Um, but so just contentment with UNT yeah. and um, that I'll just be able to, like, find my place and kind of, you know, see where... God wants to lead me. Yeah. Well, your parents are about to have four college age people. Yeah. That's expensive. That sounds horrendous. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm, I, in my mind, I'm 
contemplating if I really want as many kids as I want. <laughs> <laughs> and your dad's gonna have to pay for three. Your parents have to pay for three weddings one day. Yeah. Oh boy. All right. So it's crazy. Sydney, what about you? How can how can we be praying specifically for you? I really want to stay connected with everyone that I know here in Austin. Yeah. And sometimes that gets hard for me, like to text or to call. Um, but I would love prayer for motivation to do that. And I also tend to worry about things that haven't happened yet. Mm. And so I've just been thinking about all different aspects of college recently. And it hasn't been very healthy for me because I make myself worked out, worked up about something that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. So prayer for peace that I won't be as worrisome. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, thank you guys for hanging out today and sharing your guys' thoughts with us. I, I appreciate your guys' time very, very much. And we're excited to see what God's going to do through you guys. So mm-hmm. it'll be uh, it'll be fun season life for you guys. So mm-hmm. thanks for being on with us today. Thanks for joining us today on the House on Fire podcast. Please share this so others can be blessed by the conversation that we had today. And we will see you all next time.